So we just heard in the text, Deacon Jim read to us, the, the last part of the Lord's uh, Bread of Life discourse. So this is four weeks we've had now, so that also means this is going to be um, the last of the series of sermons um, on the Eucharist that I've been giving you. And I want to close today with a very practical question, which is, why is it that we can receive the Lord and Holy Communion and yet still not be transformed? How is it that we can receive God himself and yet not become saints? And I want to start by making uh, an analogy, a comparison with going to the gym. So like many of you, the doctor has sent me to the gym and you go to the gym and there's this bewildering uh, panorama of different bits of equipment in front of you. And going to the gym can make you healthy. But my point to you is it can't do it by itself. That if you go and exercise at the gym, it's only going to work if you're prepared by what you do before and what you do after. If it's part of a lifestyle. In particular, you've got to, to eat the right stuff. So if you go to the gym and you're full and bloated, well, that's really no state to be exercising in. If you go to the gym and you're starving and hungry, well, you can damage your body. Your body's not ready for it. And it's the same with Holy Communion. That there's a whole lifestyle that has to be right if what's available to us in Holy Communion is going to have an effect in us. So, I've quoted in the newsletter the, the most specific text on this point from St. Paul in his letter to the Corinthians in which he states that if we eat and drink unworthily, we eat and drink condemnation upon ourselves and even damage ourselves. That we need to be prepared for Holy Communion if we're going to come to Holy Communion. That what's available to us in Holy Communion? Well, it's, it's the Lord himself who comes to us. Everything is therefore available for us in Holy Communion. But the change that Holy Communion can bring about in us isn't automatic. It only happens if we're disposed, if we're prepared. Now, I want to note with this that being prepared isn't just an on-off switch, that there's kind of different degrees of being prepared, that the more prepared I am, then the more I'm going to benefit from this sacrament. That most pivotally, we need to prepare by a good lifestyle and in as much and as often as we fail to do that we need to be getting ourselves to regular confession most basically we need to get to confession before communion if we've committed a mortal sin and that's not just some kind of old-fashioned teaching it's the teaching of scripture the teaching of 2,000 years of Christianity it's the teaching, as I've quoted in the newsletter, just repeated by the Pope very recently. That we need to confess mortal sins before coming to communion. Well, what would be examples of those? Well, I've listed in the newsletter examples of, 
or three rather different examples of mortal sins, things we'd need to confess that would be a barrier for us to come to communion if we haven't repented and confessed to them. First of those examples is missing Sunday Mass. So unless we're sick, unless the car breaks down on your way here, we owe it to God to get to Sunday Mass. The third commandment is to keep the Lord's Day holy. And we keep it holy, as Christians have always done, by doing the prayer he gave us. He said, do this in memory of me about the Mass. And if we fail to do that, we fail in a very serious obligation to worship God. And we can't then just turn up to a, a Mass another week and go up to communion as if everything was all right. We need to put that right. And it's not difficult to put things right with the Lord. We need to recognise what we've done wrong, repent of it, resolve not to do it again, and to get ourselves forgiven and purified in the great sacrament of confession. Another different example, viewing pornography and the related solitary vices that can go with that. It's a different type of sin, but it's a serious thing. And then there are sins that aren't, in a sense, individual moments, but are a whole package of our, what we call a state of life. If we're living with someone that we're not married to or something, that we need to put that right before we're in a fit state to approach Holy Communion. And it's not difficult to put these things right. That's the great gift of this sacrament of confession. But we do need to prepare, we do need to put these things right. Now to come back again to a point I made a minute ago, that, that what I've just described in a sense is the bare minimum of preparation, repenting and confessing our mortal sin. But beyond that, there are whole kinds of degrees of being prepared. And there's more available to us if we are better prepared. And if we aren't just working to purify mortal sin, but seeking to purify our venial sin. And that needs regular, frequent confession. So I've sometimes been asked, well, how often do I have to go to confession? Well, the better question is, how often is it good to me to get to confession? Because the more often I'm going, and with that, with regularity, the, the deeper I'm examining myself, the, the deeper I'm purifying myself, the better I'm going to be disposed and ready to gain all that's available in this great sacrament. So for four weeks now, I'll... Bible readings at Mass have been on the Eucharist. And we've heard many challenging things in those readings. Our first two readings today um, are about our state of life. And that's why I'm making this the moment to preach about um, confession and preparing that way. So we heard St. Paul speak about our need to be very careful about the sort of lives you lead. And our first reading called us to leave your folly. Because if we don't leave behind the way of life that is at enmity with the Lord, 
that contradicts the Lord, then we're not going to be disposed to be ready for Holy Communion. So to close by coming back to that analogy I started with, with the gym, that there's no point going to the gym unless your lifestyle is oriented to that. There's no point going to the gym unless you're living a healthy diet. And there's no point going to Holy Communion unless we are getting ourselves prepared, unless we're regularly getting to confession.